0: to another episode of the Mentel podcast, brought to you in association with Bowling Premier Sportswear and Bare Naked Foods. Uh, myself and Matthew are in uh, rather uh, luxurious, luxurious <laughs> surroundings, so that's a cold kick in already. Yeah, good start. Um, false start, but um, yeah, we're sat here in the Hilton Hotel on the banks of the Tyne, overlooking the Tyne Bridge. It's um, all due respect to the If You Care Share Foundation offices, it's slightly more glamorous.
1: I would say so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you may hear some uh, croaking
0: going on here, but me and Matthew are both suffering from from some man flu.
1: Yeah, and um, obviously we're searching for a lot of sympathy. So uh, any any sort of sympathy we're going to receive will be brilliant. Get your tweets in. Get your messages in. I have I have just thought as well with our with today's guest, we kind of need to have like a bit of a barrier because we can't we really do, share do, this. Yeah. Get the mustard. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this guest can't really it's a very good take the illness off us, can, no, can he? No, go, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Certainly
0: not. Not for the the wrath of Shirley Smith, will be yeah, felt if, yeah, if that does happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matthew's man will be uh, not happy. Mm. No, we have got a very, very special guest, someone who was celebrating 10 years in, in show business, uh, had a fab- fabulous career so far. Um, still plenty more to come as well, which we'll be talking about. Uh, we are joined by former X Factor winner, uh, star of the stage, uh, Joe McCalvery. Welcome along, Joe. Hello.
2: Um, I'll will keep far back. I, <laughs> I, I would have <laughs> followed you. I get man flu all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have followed you because uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not what you want. double hit, yeah. Isn't it? Um, so yeah, over the next twenty-five uh, minutes, half an hour or so, we're going to be discussing all things uh, mental health uh, with Joe. Um, as you know, if you've listened to one of our podcasts before, uh, pretty laid back, pretty easy going, um, but always like to. To be honest and open as well. It's been uh, well received so far. Yeah. Um, going very well. So, uh, ten years in, in the business, Joe. You know I mean, it, it, it must have flown over.
2: It has. Um. I mean, it, it feels like it's a weird one for me because it feels like ages ago, but at the same time, it feels like yesterday. But I think that's just because I've done so many different things in the ten years, mm-hmm. and you spent like certainly in like the music industry and like show business, should we call it? Um. <laughs> you Spend a lot of your time like on a constant treadmill, yeah. So, there's a lot of things we did. A, we did a show a couple of weeks back, um, like an interactive thing, and we'd, we played footage over the 10 years. and We we'll looked back, and half of the stuff, like, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that, yeah. or oh yeah. And and little, it, it, it's not until you watch it back and kind of stop mm. that you realize how, how quick it does go, how, mm. how fast time flies.
0: When you're all that busy, it can drain you as well, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I find that's when. Things are going past so quickly; you don't realise they're happening. You don't really see how much impact it's had in mental health. Have you you found that?
2: Well, I think um, I'm always very um, I'm always very aware of that, Um, and I've been on some very insane schedules over the years of like lots of working hours, jumping from one job to the next, um, literally rehearsing another job while you're rehearsing the next one. And sometimes when you finish them, when you finish a long run, for example. I went down to Southampton to do a show um, last November and then pretty much didn't come home to my own home for for more than one night until August. Mm. So it's a long time to be away. And then when I came home, (laughs) when I came home in the summer, I just sat and I had a few drinks in the garden with friends and stuff. And I just had a bit of a like, emotional breakdown almost, Mm. like just, not anything like in depth, but I just, had a little bit of a cry and I was just a bit like, oh God, I'm a little bit overwhelmed yeah. by being back at home again. Yeah. Um, but I understand that they're all normal feelings, you mm-hmm. know, it's just that the magnitude of the job I had been doing, I was physically exhausted um, and just I just needed a little bit of a, a blowout yeah. and kind of have a little bit of a cry and a tantrum for yeah. about an hour. And then I was like, oh, I feel all right. <laughs> you know, And I think it's yeah. important to, I've always been very, in my kind of way of dealing with my own mental health, because I think people, people, mental health, people kind of either want to talk about it or they shy away from it and don't want to talk about mm. it. And I think it's important to say that yes. everybody has a brain. Everybody has mental health. Mm. Mental health is just mental health, whether it's good, bad, whether you can handle your own mental yeah. health. It Everybody has it. Yeah, yeah. It's just how you deal with it is is how it affects you, yeah. you know? And I've always been... A kind of cards on the table i'm um, very in touch with my emotions and mm. i realize not everybody is mm. um and you know i kind of word vomit
1: my feelings <laughs> on all my friends
2: and family mm. not You a know, mm. but it, but it, if you do that for an hour mm. you know once a week or on the phone have a have a little bit of a rant to someone mm-hmm. you're getting it off your chest yeah. you know, and, and and that helps you massively
1: yeah and i think i think actually like even that you know when you're saying about word vomit and kind of bringing all that stuff out it's still almost seen as if like for some people, that that's a negative thing, but actually, it's a really, it's a really good. good trait to have, isn't it? It is. And we're, you know, talking about mental health and stuff. When we were first going to start this podcast, when we were thinking about what do we call it, what do we, what is the subject, and we're, we we kind of came to the agreement that it just had to be mental health. Yeah. This isn't just about mental illness, is it? It's just about mental health, and we will have and, to talk about that. Yeah.
2: Or yeah. just and you know, I think like it's all like everything's relative to the individual some people don't like for example something might really throw you off course that yeah. wouldn't even affect me and yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. and something might throw me off course that mm. you wouldn't even think was a big deal yeah. it's all relative yeah. you know what i think it's like i find and I, and i know it's a lot easier said than done but i do i do just find that sometimes you just have a have an hour mm. and sit with someone and just be like you know what this really annoyed me yeah. today, or I'm really upset about this, or, or you know, on a, on a positive note, do you know what, that was absolutely amazing today, like, yeah. expressing a, a life event or just a daily event, mm-hmm. and just kind of, we always we always say in, my, in like, everybody who worked with me, mm. like, if we've had, like, a manic few days of work or something, we'll, we'll sometimes we'll sit after, right. let's have, like, a half hour debrief, mm. you know, and just, like, kind of... Mm take
1: in what's just gone on over the last four days and it's important oh yeah 100 percent. and that that was something i want to ask in terms of kind of what you know how you're saying about over the 10 years you'll look back at some stuff and think oh i actually did that i couldn't remember remember even doing that and how like how difficult is it because i'm sure there'll be people listening who might have like really busy lifestyles really busy jobs for you it's almost your your job you kind of You have to keep going to a certain extent when you when you're in. Yeah. But so, how do you kind of take stock? How do you, if you are, how do you recharge when you're on the go, on the go, on the go? I
2: find exercise is really good. Right. Like if I'm on if I'm on what I call the work treadmill. Yeah. That once it starts it doesn't stop (laughs) kind of thing because you know if you're doing a two for example, it's for people who obviously don't understand. If you're doing a tour, you start, say, like, for. I'll use this year as an example. I started in January on a musical called Club Corner. Mm. You do eight shows a week, which is, you know, it sounds like, in if you break it down, it's two hours of work a night. But that two hours is very draining on your it's body. work. Yeah. yeah, it's physical, it's, you know. So when you get up the, the next day, that whole day is preserving your body for those two hours, mm. you know. So I do find exercise is a great thing to kind of keep us... Healthy, yeah. keep me. It's great for me mental health. You know, yeah. I, sometimes I find come off stage on a night time and the adrenaline um, like pumps through your body in a mm. two-hour show, and then the next day I wake up and I get this kind of. It happens quite a lot, and I think it's. I, I've spoken to some people about it. I think it's like the electrolytes in your body. Yeah. Um. I drop so low because you're sweating everything out and everything right. like you're not drinking enough water. Yeah, yeah. And I wake up sometimes after shows and I have like a really kind of dull headache. Right. On a morning. Um, and I just feel like rubbish, it feels like a hangover, mm. without the benefits of the other <laughs> um, And I find getting up, doing an hour's workout, or half an hour, right. it just clears it, it gets my head back in the game, um, and I'm ready for the day again, mm. so when I'm working that, and then sometimes when I'm not, is to just literally do nothing, mm. you know, like, and not feel guilty about yeah, it, yeah. like, have four or five days, like, not making plans with people, mm-hmm. and just saying, do you know what? I'm going to be at my house if you want to come and see us. Yeah. I'm not getting dressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my pyjamas yeah. and I'm watching Netflix for four yeah. days just to kind of recharge, you know. Yeah. And then once I've had like four days of like pure laziness, mm. I'm raring to go again.
0: Yeah. Look, I think we always say, don't we, that everyone's got their own way of, of re-energising themselves. Yeah, yeah, Maybe course. it is exercise, maybe it is sitting and watching Netflix mm. or spending time with your family. It's yeah. just, everyone has their own little little ways of doing it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think as well, you know, we can sometimes become so focused on we need to be doing stuff, yeah. but actually, like I take so much pleasure in doing nothing yeah. because you when you when you're working when you're out and about you are constantly on the ball on the yeah. ball on the ball. So actually, when you have got that spare time, nothing yeah. is fantastic.
2: It Takes, and it, but it t- I think it takes a while for your brain to accept that. If you've got a yeah yeah, yeah. like for me, like my job is really social and Uh I'm always around people. Yeah. I'm always doing something. Yeah. So uh, certainly for in the first early years of my career I used to feel guilty even on having like one day off. Really? It's be like, oh god I need to be doing something. And then then like after a while I was like, do you know what? It's important to like sit and 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 let your body and mind Mm. take in what you've just done. Mm. You know what I mean? And just have a couple of days or even weeks. Like you know like, yeah. I think, because a lot of my hours are crammed into... Uh, like, I probably do a year's work in three months, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If you add up the hours. Yeah. Um, and then, like, have, like, two two months off, you mm. know? And sometimes I feel a bit guilty. Well, I used to. I don't now. Mm. I'm a bit more lazy now. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to. I used to be like, oh, I've got two months off. Like, yeah. should I really have that time off? And then I go, do well, you know what? As soon as you get busy again, you'll be thankful for uh, that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. I is get it, is it hard... Yeah in terms of the social kind of aspect of if you are having a bad day because you yeah. you have to be that positive friendly person because yeah. you know you are you are kind of meeting people who idolize you let's yeah. be honest is it hard when you're having a bad day do you have to kind of almost put that front on or is it
2: i mean i think in the public eye
1: yeah that naturally comes any yeah use, yeah um,
2: i think you know, this, this time something will be going on like an, a life event, like like a real life event. Right. And you're sitting on television uh-huh. promoting an album. Or yeah. I, I, I actually recently used the um, uh, 2011 when I did the pop start of opera star. I released the classic album. Um, was a really kind of behind the scenes, like quite a stressful year for me. Right. I changed management. I, like i had been dropped by the first record label, and there was just a load of business things going on behind the scenes yeah. that was a bit. Like not nice, you yeah. know. And it was a really stressful year. And um, I looked back at that, and when we when we did the ten year interactive show thing, right. the footage was coming up on the screen, and I could see in the eyes, like nobody else would be able to see it, yeah, yeah. Because I was on a television show, I was dressed yeah. in like beautiful suits, and I'm singing all these opera songs, yeah, and the cameras yeah. are panning in everything and Everyone like is cheering the audience and stuff, but I could see in my eyes, mm. like when it was zooming in, I, I could see I was sad, yeah. yeah, you know. And and but I think, unfortunately, that's the nature of my job is yeah. that you do have to just put that mask yeah. on,
1: but you have you to know? put the show must go on, yeah, it? And, yeah, yeah. But
2: I think I'm lucky that because I have a great uh, behind-the-scenes support network of friends and family, that I can kind of do that whole... I can have the little kind of like, oh, the the little wobble, shall we say. Mm. And then I can just be like, right, come on, Mm. three minutes, off you go, do it. And then I come back off again and you know that that support's behind-the-scenes. Yeah, yeah. But it is difficult, and I think people forget that. And going on to things of like trolling and things on television Mm. and stuff, people forget that people are real people. They, They see the television thing as like this magical world <laughs> yeah. and they forget that it's just a human being standing yeah was there a moment
0: when you got closure on that that part of your like
2: yeah well it's funny a- again like like what we we're saying before when you're on that treadmill um i i, I didn't really have time to think about it now we mm. did an interview a couple of weeks ago and i sat talking about it and I st- what, like I was saying I saw me little I was I was only a kid you know Ooh, oh yeah. and I saw me little lies and I was talking the interview and I started I got upset uh. and I just thought you know like because I was a kid then mm. um but I did get closure on it because I think I moved on I accepted what it was um, and 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 obviously all of those things little did I know at the time were leading to something mm. a lot greater and better yeah um, but I think it is hard in those moments And I think for me certainly I, I went through a huge life changing Amazing life changing yeah, yeah. moment at a young age yeah. And navigating through that at, As a teenager mm. Is quite a, a tricky it, There's a lot of waters to cross yeah. Kind of thing yeah. you
1: know And I think I think for a lot, of, a lot of young people But for a lot of people as well Would want to understand That amazing journey That yeah. you've experienced But kind of as so for younger joe how how was that so for all them kids now who are thinking i want to be famous i want to i want to be a celebrity i want to be a youtuber i want to be a singer all that sort of stuff now an an influencer. an influencer all that yeah it it is yeah um but like like for you how was that i
2: think um it it was amazing um it was amazing but it was it was fun on and it right. was overwhelming at times in mm. terms of like just nobody handed if i had been handed a, a you know if you start a job and you get training yeah and they go this is what's going to happen yeah this is the protocol when this happens this is when, when this person comes in on this day yeah this is the procedure that you yeah, follow yeah, yeah. if somebody makes a complaint this is the procedure yeah there's no rule book uh, or handbook step by step guide. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. nothing yeah. and everybody's career is different mm. so for me it was that was the tricky thing of like going Am I doing this right? Mm. Like, am I handling this in the right way? Am I coming across the right way on television? I, d- mm. I d- you know, everything was a learning process. And I think for the first four years, I, it was just, I was constantly just like going boom, 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 like backing mm. off walls to like, okay, not that way, not that way, road closer there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, just trying to work out which way was the right path. Mm. Um, but again, it set us up for my career in, mm. in a way that I would never ever be able to be yeah, taught yeah. or trained how to yeah. do that, you know? Mm. You you learn from those mistakes, you learn from the yeah. failures and and realising that in the moment it feels like the biggest thing in the world. Mm. And now, like if somebody threw that challenge at us now I'd be like, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like but then it was like it was like literally like, Oh my god, this is like like what am I gonna do yeah, and blah, yeah. blah blah and now it's just like part of an everyday job. It's mm. so it, it's just learning how mm. to cope with those mm. things. Yeah,
1: yeah. Was it was there anybody that kind of helped you through it?
2: Yeah, like family, friends, yeah. uh, mum, dad, yeah. grandma, auntie, uncles. I've got a really good um, core group of friends as well right. who a lot of them I've been friends with either before um, X Factor or just just kind of on yeah. the cusp of that. Right. Um, so they've been there since the beginning. Mm. They know the kind of drill, they mm. know the format, yeah. um, and they just, you know, they're not interested.
1: Yeah. Um, anybody within the world that kind of, you know, when you're saying there isn't a step, was there anybody that said, well, actually... Maybe I could give you a bit of advice or anything like well, that. A,
2: a few behind the scenes people in performance and performers. Yeah. stuff, you know like yeah. um I think, and speaking to a lot of like people who've been on those kind of TV shows right. as well. Um, but just people in the industry, and I think what what as well is when you go around the industry and chat to people, you realise that all of the same things that you're going through is happening to yeah. them as Because well. it's yeah. a ruthless industry. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think people forget that it's it's a it's a multi million pound. Money making business, Mm. and with that come a lot of sharks, Mm. a lot of people trying to rip you off, Mm. a lot of people trying to take advantage of you. And when you go around and talk to other people, you realise that you're not. It's it's not just Mm. you. And I think in that you take a little bit of comfort and going. Alright, okay, we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's not just me getting picked on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Does it sometimes feel like um, because of everything that comes around in the business? Being on stage is the easy bit? Because oh, that's what you love doing.
2: Hundred percent. Two hours of the show is the easiest part. Yeah. You know, mm. so people go oh people go, Oh my god, like you're on tour, like it must be so difficult. <laughs> yeah. Like and yes okay, it's demanding on your body, on your mm. voice and everything. But that's the easiest part. Yeah. All of the rest of the stuff you have to deal with, yeah. like behind the scenes that nobody gets to see yeah. is the hard work. Uh, you know, being on the phone and trying to like you the know juggle the balls and, of everything yeah, yeah. going on, is that the logistics of mm. everything. But the two hour show is the easiest part. Mm. Um, and it's the funnest part, mm. you know, and that's the part that you wanted to, to go in the industry for, mm. you know? So I think people, when you're asked about people seeing, um, <coughs> excuse me, when you're asked about people saying, you know, people who want to be famous and stuff, they yeah. see that two hour bit yeah, yeah. and go, oh, that looks fun, I'll do that. yeah. And you go, you've got to understand, mm. there's a lot more goes into yeah. it behind the scenes yeah. and a lot of not nice things that, that go into right. it.
0: Yeah. What was I was gonna say for the what, five, six months of X Factor, that, that period of your life, uh, that must have been so mentally straining and growing up in the public eye as well.
2: Yeah. I was really naive, um, and I was 18, and I always say that my naivety at that point in time saved us from, I think, anything being mentally straining. Right. I was so excited to be there. I was a huge fan of the show, and I was fascinated by the lights, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm in the Ex-Factor mm. studio. And I was so worried about, forget me words, on national television, right. that I just rehearsed 24-7, right. and I kind of... I think that just put a little protection bubble mm. around us, and it came out at the end, and I li- you've got to remember as well, you live in an X Factor house, yeah. all together, you get in a car, you go to the studio, you come back, you get in a car, you go to the choreography, you come back, mm. you're in this little, like, micro world yeah, yeah. of X Factor, and it's not real life you yeah. know that you're, you're very protected in yeah, that world yeah. of the brand of the show mm. and it wasn't until i won the show and came out of the um house on the monday to start doing the promotion for the first single mm. and I, that was when i was like oh oh, oh god oh god <laughs> I'm like, okay i'm famous now this is like that was when i had my freak out yeah um so in the actual show it mm. was physically demanding it was tiring and it was a lot of working hours but i didn't freak out until after mm. and it wasn't until like we, we started going around all the television shows and being interviewed by the press yeah that i was like oh okay can we just stop <laughs> and then have a little pause and just yeah. yeah you know and obviously you can't yeah
1: at what point did you think i could i could win here
2: i reckon like week week eight right I think, or maybe week nine right there's 12 live shows and I took every week by week and yeah. just thought I'll see what happens yeah, you know yeah. and if, if I get through it this week I, 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 first one was like I don't want to go home on the first week second one was well if I could make it to week three it's Whitney Houston week I could sing a Whitney Houston song right. the next one was like well if I get to week five then I'd be able to go on the x Factor to two and then I just took it by a week and then by the time I got to nine I was like right okay let's go for it now yeah. like come on Yeah. it's like four people left mm. you've got a good chance mm. Um but yeah, I mean, it, yeah. you never imagine—you never in a million years imagine mm. that you watched that happen to people, and you think that it would never happen to yeah. you. Yeah. you know? So yeah. it was—it was an amazing experience.
0: Yeah. It must have been for a lad from the northeast as well to to be in the final of a competition like that, to get to sing with someone like George Michael. Oh. That must have just been unbelievable. It
2: was. I mean, you know, when I grew up listening to his music, my mm. mum used to play him in the house all the time, and like. He's an he's an icon, mm. like you know, and I, I think arguably like the best male vocalist of all time. Certainly to come from the UK, mm. um and songwriter and creative and and so ahead of his time musically as well. Okay. Um, so to be, I mean, for him to even agree to sing with me was just, and he was so lovely. Yeah, he was so lovely, and give a lot of advice, you know, about the press and how it, you know, how it had affected his life. Mm. And he said, you know. I've had negative press and it's really affected his and I just want you to enjoy your career. Don't play the game too much. Yeah. You know, I think he... Uh, he, he's, he said this himself. I'm not I'm not kind of saying something he hasn't said publicly, but he said, you know, I played the game and I, and I, I played with the press in the early years of my career. Mm-hmm. And he said it was one of the biggest mistakes I ever did mm-hmm. because it's a losing game. Yeah. Like, it's just not a game you want to play. Yeah, yeah. Like, just sing, do your job, enjoy your career. D- and, you know... Treat that with respect, but just let it stay mm. on the sidelines. You
0: know. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, one of the big things in X, X Factor is having the, the mentors as well, and I think a lot of people see it as face value of helping you pick the songs, helping you put the yeah. performance together. Did that extend to looking after you away from the stage as well?
2: Well, me and Cheryl um, got on really well. She mm. was my mentor, and she, I think, she understood the magnitude of. Me coming from a small town up here, she went through exactly the same process, you know, at at pretty much the same age as well, and I think she understood the she understood the points at where I was going to be like, whoa, what's going on here, you know, and she said, you know, this this is the point, and you know, I had people, you know, who didn't even know us, like Mm. like I was in the same year as them at school. And they were selling stories on us yeah. like saying oh you know he was my best mate and he said mm. this and he was bullied at school which i wasn't mm. it was a whole story about it like and she and she understood that thing of people right. latching on and yeah, jumping on yeah, the bandwagon yeah yes. so she guided us through that and you know she'd invite us to the dressing room and sit in the dressing room and chat and stuff and she was a great help mm. you know and she'd just be like listen it's a weird world mm. you know that you're about to jump into and mm. just
1: was that difficult though, having people from school, like, and all these stories coming out and thinking, what, what is this? Like,
2: I mean, I think looking back, they probably. You've got to remember, it's like a, a show like that, especially when it was, especially when I did it, it yeah. was huge. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah watched yeah. by like twenty million people. Yeah, you know, it's kind of not as. It doesn't have the same magnitude mm. now, um, but it was the years when it was. It, it's absolutely massive, weak. and yeah. it's like dropping a stone. In the water and it has a ripple effect yeah and I think it doesn't just affect the person who's on the television mm-hmm. it, it goes and you know the press kind of came up here they were knocking on people's doors they were rummaging through me bins to find like bills to see if I had any you know skeletons in me closet and you know wow. they, they they're just they want anything they can get yeah and I think they were phoning people and you know to be fair to the people that did sell stories I think maybe you know they were presented a lot of money probably mm. Um, and all oh, they were asked for a quote and they maybe give one line and they embellished the story yeah, yeah. Um, but it is strange uh, because you're like i had people it, it's funny how fame changes people yeah you know mm. and Like people who wouldn't even look at me Mm. before I went on X Factor, and they then come up to me in the street. They're like, "Oh my God, remember when we used?" And I'm like, "No, (laughs) like we didn't actually. You were really rude to us. You were horrible. But now you've created this make-believe story in your head that we're best friends. Mm. You know, it's 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 funny how it affects people. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And probably it's not the person directly, but those around who then associate with you. But actually, yeah.
2: I mean, I like to think that I'm pretty much the same. Yeah. But you do find that people do. Treat you differently. Yeah. And people go, "Oh, you've changed." And you go, "Well, I actually haven't. Mm. Like you're just treating me a different yeah, way. How you or you're around. holding me to a higher standard. Mm. And and your your behaviour has actually
0: changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll just we'll take two minutes. Yeah. Uh, here's a message from uh, from Com. I've been depressed for as long as I can remember. I'm even
2: depressed now. I'm dealing at the minute with such. A whirlpool of
1: feelings and emotions. I've tried to kill myself a number of times. I don't know why I've not succeeded. <laughs> I often find the nights,
0: like most people, struggling to be the hardest. The scars left on men from societal and personal pressures are not ones which will heal quickly. Coming from a macho culture, it's not commonplace to talk about these things.
1: Being a strong man doesn't mean he can't have weakness.
0: I'm at a stage in my life where. The thing most likely to kill me is myself, not disease, not cancer. The thing most likely to kill me is me. Don't leave it unsaid, the campaign against living miserably, keeping men alive by talking at thecomzone.net. Com's free and anonymous helpline and web chat are open every day from 5pm till midnight. Head to thecomzone.net for more information. Many thanks to, to Com for that message there. Having a nightmare today, I know you you Can't are, talk yeah, properly. Yeah. Need more water, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, we are joined here uh, at the Hilton uh, in Gateshead uh, by Joe McEldry, celebrating 10 years uh, in the industry this year. Um, we were talking just before the break there about, about X Factor, and when you won that. When you look back you've done a lot of growing up since then. Yeah. Do, I'm old is there any careful? I'm comfortably the oldest one around this table. So let's let's move on. Um, is, is there anything you would do differently when you look back over that decade?
2: I don't think so. I mean, I think I, I think I would have probably have said no to to things earlier on. Mm. But I do also think if I hadn't have said yes in the beginning, you wouldn't learn. You know, you wouldn't learn how to to kind of work in business i suppose You yes. know? yeah um because there's a lot of things now now that i would go that i would have called out straight away very obviously now but that's because i've learned about the industry you learn what's right and wrong you know you mm. learn kind of by your mistakes yeah so i think i don't think i would do anything different i think you would i would just go do you know what without those lessons i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have lasted 10 years mm.
0: yeah when, when, uh, sorry. You no,
1: I can carry on. Okay.
0: Um, I mean, when you look at now, there's a lot of very young people getting in the industry, yeah. um, younger than, than than you were. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that the attitudes towards the pressures and strains that are on them has changed in that time? Well,
2: well, I think we've obviously had the things, obviously with with people like from the likes of Love Island taking their own lives mm. and, and things like that, and social media I think yeah. makes people a lot more aware. Yeah. You get to hear everybody's opinions mm. instantly now. Mm. You, when I did X Factor? To put into perspective twitter came out that year <laughs> so somebody handed us a phone backstage about week five of the live shows and said there's a new app coming out called twitter we've made all the contestants um, accounts and we want all you guys to jump on board so just pop whatever you want on there and i think i was like hi everyone i don't really know what to say yeah you know and so that, that's that, that was only 10 years yeah, ago yeah, you know yeah. so it shows you how far social and now if you look after an episode of Love Island's Aid, mm. every single person has a million followers the next day. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and that's like that's a lot of that is. people. <laughs> yeah. Oh know, yeah. yeah. To be spouting off their opinions. And it's a lot of opinions, opinions. A lot of you know opinions. What I
1: mean? And the difficulty thing difficult thing is as well, a lot of opinions are mistaken for facts as well. That yeah. like somebody puts an opinion out and it almost becomes a fact. Yeah, it, well, it becomes
2: a story as yeah, well. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. Now, exactly. I've noticed now, like if you if you look on a um, like uh, the daily, the daily mail for uh-huh, example yeah they they you know rightly or wrongly i mean some of their stories aren't are not right in my opinion yeah. but that's my opinion yeah um they now do stories on people's opinions yes. of somebody from social media yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah. that
2: becomes a news story mm. by just reading yeah. people's opinions yeah. you know and
1: for, yeah what's your thoughts on social media
2: i th- i've got a very uh, love-hate relationship right, with social okay. media I love it to connect with fans. I love it to connect with people who come at the shows to post videos, to share videos of people Mm. who come to see concerts, who've bought albums, Mm. you know, and connect with people. Um, On the other hand, it is it is a breeding ground for absolute Mm. negativity and hate as well, you know, and people just becoming like really arrogant, thinking everybody wants to know what they think all the time. No, they don't actually. Mm. Like uh, you know, just because you've got Twitter, just because you've got Instagram doesn't give you the right to tell somebody
1: what you think mm. of them all the time. Yeah. It's, but you would ne- the same person would never walk up to you in the <laughs> yeah, street and definitely. say some of the most ridiculous and vile of things. Yeah. Are, are you able to switch off, do you?
2: Well, I don't really, I'm quite lucky that I don't get a lot of hate and trolling yeah. on my accounts. And if I do get the odd one, I just I block and mute them mm. like, instantly i don't yeah. en- i really ever engage yeah if i can think of like a funny witty response <laughs> yeah, every yeah. now and again i will but i don't i gen-, mm. gen generally don't engage right okay um because i think half the time that's what they want as well <laughs> yeah. you know and you're just highlighting their negativity by mm. responding um but i just i just think people like if you don't like somebody on television you don't you really don't need to tell them
1: yeah. Unfollowed, they them. don't need to know that, yeah. Like,
2: if I didn't like somebody mm. that I was watching on television, I really wouldn't waste an hour of my day or five minutes, yeah. to tell them that I didn't like
1: them, yeah, like, it, it just wouldn't even be
0: yeah. in me. It is a great point that you're making, though. Like, uh, someone wouldn't just go up in the street no. and say, Oh, I, I hate you, yeah. I don't like you, I hate you, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. but it's normally a hell of a lot worse than no, I'd, it, I hate it, you, it is, isn't it? I didn't really want to you, say, that. no,
0: you, I know, but, yeah. yeah, but uh, that lack of. Ownership of an account mm. where someone can have yeah. no profile photo, mm. no name really, and, and hide behind a, a name yeah. and get away with that. Do you, I mean, do you feel that the these companies that own social media platforms are doing enough? Because there's not enough oh, well, I think
2: Instagram are starting to, aren't they? They've yes. started with the, the likes. I think the likes and yeah. the um that they've took all the thing off. You can see who's following each yeah. other and everything yeah. like that. Um, I think they should take off all of the likes to be honest, because mm. I, I, I I didn't know. What, have they took them all off i think I the trial on it. Oh, so it so the trailer
1: yeah. it in the uk right so some accounts
2: right and you can't see how many people have liked mm. yeah i mean i think that's good because i think people's self worth goes down yeah. if somebody else has got you know yeah. five i mean you know I, I come from a very understanding world of that social media followers and likes actually don't mean anything yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Th- it really doesn't mean anything uh-huh. you know like and 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 certainly in my world they've started to um, they've started to pit people in, in jobs, in mm. things, you know, well, we won't see you for this job unless you've got a certain amount of followers. Yeah, right. But I know from my experience of tour ticket sales and everything that you can have a million followers on Instagram and you could have a tour that absolutely flops. Yeah. You can have 10,000 Instagram followers mm. and your tour will completely stand out. Yeah. Followers don't equate the business no. whatsoever. No. And you can apply that to the same thing as likes on an Instagram post, if your friend's got a hundred likes and you've got seventy, uh, it really doesn't equate to you or your yeah, personality in yeah. the, in any way, shape, or form.
1: Because mm. it's a four or
2: it's a four or, yeah. and a like is just
1: nothing. It's
2: Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: nothing. It has changed culture,
1: that, Oh that yeah, wide 100%. culture and society
0: now, isn't it? Yeah, 100. people really put young people as well really put themselves out there. Yeah, it's, it's quite. And I
1: think awesome. I think you know, yeah. I mean, how many times has it happened? Even like when you go out for food the first thought is (laughs) not that looks nice that that is picture worthy that is the first thought and it's like and and it almost takes the personality out of it there's there's a study where it says that something if you take a picture of a memory or something like that you actually don't Hold it as much of a memory because your brain things out in the phone. I do know someone that sent me a Snapchat of food last week though. Yeah, that was me. But, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I've uh, a question I was kind of very keen to ask is so now, do you still get nervous all the time? Yeah, all the time, every I think time. It's important. Dude. Oh yeah.
2: You know what? Like nerves have never. Maybe in the early early days, but nerves have um, never scared me. Right. I've always welcomed nerves because I think nerves for me um take me concentration level up to like yeah. 150. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I'm nervous I know I'm gonna do a good job because my concentration is through the roof. Yeah. If I if I ever go on really relaxed is when I know I would make more mistakes. Right. So if I'm not as nervous I'm a bit like why am I not nervous? Why am I not nervous?
1: Which gets the nerves up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
2: um, I do still get nervous. Like, you know, I did two shows yesterday and just before I go on I'm like oh mm. God I can't remember everything. You know yeah. like but like you know and then do
1: you still have that feeling kind of after of like oh, i really enjoyed that like that, that after, yeah at i the mean end. i
2: get it more on stage
1: yeah than like at the end yeah i get right. it
2: like in the moment of being on stage is like when i'm like right every, every like at a certain point in the show you get that kind of thing where you're just like this is going really well yeah like the audience are buzzing yeah, yeah. you know and you just kind of you're flying yeah you know what i mean um and we had that last night you know we did we did a new song um we do a new song in the show, and it's a big kind of sing along song, and the audience just went for it. You know, they've, I mean, they have t- done a few shows this weekend, and they've just totally gone for it. And I had one of them moments where I was like, "This is just everything that you want yeah. in your job." Yeah, do you yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. I was say for you, as a, as a, a prefer, sorry, football at a good level, mm. so it's you couldn't just go on a goal. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, it's that, it's that, someone yeah, singing. A, a, a big crowd singing back to you the words that you've written yeah. From, yeah. Your, from your heart and from yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, That must. I, I yeah, can't, I can't. Yeah, well, it's
1: that. it's not comparable. Well, it is kind of, but like what I know when I go in and I do talks, yeah. kind of, if I get that the laugh from a joke I make or like, which isn't very often, though, which isn't very often <laughs> but um, or like a little in inter- that got a laugh, no man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, or that little
1: bit of interaction. It's like, yeah. oh, this is this is going, but actually, like you see yeah. on a grander. Stage oh, amazing. kind amazing. of to have everybody interacting, it must yeah. be unbelievable. Yeah,
0: no, I, have... I was taken back to, to Queen at, at Live Aid where yeah. the reaction there yeah. was just, oh. just 100, yeah. 120,000
1: people. Were yeah, like, wow, just yeah. unbelievable.
2: They must have known in that moment like this is, I think you would know as well, like even just watching it, you can see that it was literally history being made, it's yeah. like musical history. Yeah, yeah. and that, to, to be stood there doing that, mm. you know, yeah, legends.
1: Do you have do you have kind of like a a pre routine? Do you have anything kind of are you are you superstitious at all or anything I'm not like
2: superstitious. that? Superstitious, I do a vocal warm up before right. the show. Um I normally do a workout like before or after sound check. Right. Um and then I do my vocal warm up, I see if the show's like 7 30. From about seven I can't sit still.
1: Ah right, okay. So I start
2: like pacing. Yeah. Um, and I have to talk to people some people like to put like headphones on and go into it I'm more the other way I yeah. chat and I pace around um and just kind of I can't sit down right um and I'm normally like on the stage like some people' I'm, I'm quite different from other performers like some performers like literally will just go to the stage seconds before they're gonna go on mm. in position the show starts I'm down there from like 20 past 7 like kind of pacing around, ready to go. And I'm like, come on, I'm ready to go, let's start the show, like. Yeah, yeah. Lots well, of mental so, preparation well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I don't like, I don't like to, like, for example, yesterday, we're, I was running a bit behind in the afternoon show. We did two concerts in a And I was running a bit behind and I kind of went down and literally the minute I got down was started. And right. I don't like that. Right, okay. I like to be in the moment for a couple of minutes before, yeah. on the stage, like, Just taking it in, like, kind of being like, like, "This is me home for the day," kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like going straight on stage, like from the dressing
1: room. I think
0: uh, two or three questions, just just to round it up. Uh, Yeah. Firstly, um, do do you feel society's changed in its view? It's it's a bit of a wide scope. This is a wide range. Yeah. But do you think society's views as a whole towards mental health have changed recently?
2: Um, I think I think people talking about it more often has become. it has changed people's um, opinions but i think it i still think we we'll have a, a way to go mm. i think for people to understand um and and people that understand the importance of just talking about things you mm. know i think we it, it's a very british way of, of like all right come on mm. you know what? it's like just get on with it yeah life goes on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but sometimes it's important to just say do you know what i feel like crap Mm. you know and i I, i'm not okay today yeah you know what that's an important thing to do yeah um so i do think we've got a way to go but i think you know like obviously the work that you guys do Mm. you know if you care is incredible Mm. um but i think we're 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 on the way Mm. i think we're on the way yeah
1: yeah and i think have you felt it because obviously some people say but in terms of being in the spotlight for that time, could you f- have you felt a difference in terms of how people might perceive somebody in in your industry? Because I think for a lot of people from the outside looking in, historically would look and think you could not be sad because yeah. you are living the dream to a certain yeah. extent. Do you think people I are really having more acceptance that actually you can still struggle?
2: Well, yeah. Like I always, but I've always like I've always said that. For example, yeah. you know, it's it's it. And, it, and I've had it said to me before, you know, oh, it's all right for you, you Yeah, famous. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but like, that is really not the be no, all and end all no. of life. And being famous doesn't make you happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, having, enjoying your job, having great friends, having great family is what makes me yeah. happy. And I am happy, you yeah. know, and I love my job. Mm. But I would never say, oh my God, I'm so happy because I'm famous. Yeah. Like, that's just not, no. that's not a language I would use. Yeah. But that that's an interpretation that people have. And yeah. I think, it's changing that perception, mm. you know. Yeah. Because I think also people people looking at something like that and and thinking that that that's what makes you happy. Mm. That doesn't make you happy, you no. know. Being mm. happy in yourself makes you happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brill. Well, two questions that we ask all of our guests. Yeah. Uh, first up. Do you, you want to go with the first? I'll one? let you go. Okay. Yeah. Right. You
2: like ask these questions?
0: <laughs> um, if if there was a, a kind of life motto that you stand by, uh, we, we do ask everyone this to share it. Um, what was your word obviously I've gone blank a model yeah. phrase a phrase that you'd stand by for
2: life um I think like like certainly for young people define define your own success don't let anybody else define it for you yes. like for me success is like yeah. It's not just about the job, you know, I think people put a lot of pressure mm. on their jobs and everything. Yeah. Success is, are you happy in life? Yeah. You know, like, are you happy? Mm. If you're not happy, let's work out how to change that you're not happy, you know. Let's work out how to change if you are happy. Um, I'm trying to make this a kind of smaller... Mm. But no, it's, no. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I think, like, for, for young people, there's a lot of society pressures, mm. you know, and everybody thinks they have to be a certain way, and they, th- they think they have to do this, and like going back to social media Mm. you know you look at somebody that is just a very small snapshot of somebody's Mm. life and I could post a picture on Instagram tomorrow and I could be in the foulest mood Uh, but I could look the happiest I've ever ever been and it's important to know that you're on your own path Focus on your own path and focus on your own happiness. and yeah. so Don't compare yourself to other people. I
0: yeah. think the first four words did it. it yeah. Define your own success. Yeah, like that. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, very good. And the yeah. last one? Yeah.
1: yeah, so the last one um, we always ask if what what is your. Thing your coping strategy you use to look after your mental health, and this can be anything. You know, we've had music, we've had exercise, Film. we've had films, we've had. I mean, yours is played on Football Manager, isn't it? So, I used to be. It still it. Still, I've got, I've got two kids, but I still got time for it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we can't see it. Just in case Jack's listening, come <laughs> um What What is your kind of way you're coping
2: I would say exercise okay. and like I said at the beginning word vomit yeah like, <laughs> I do yeah. like I, I I literally we call it like my kitchen is like the therapy room in my <laughs> house like everybody comes in right. all my friends come in and we're like, oh, like if, we're, if somebody's had a break-up, if somebody's, you know, the job's gone a bit wrong or yeah. something, everybody always ends up in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll all just spout off how we feel, yeah. you know, and a cup of tea, glass of wine mm. or whatever. And I, I, I honestly say just even verbalising mm. how you feel, yeah. it instantly takes that pressure of holding it inside. And yeah. sometimes, you know, you feel a bit like, oh, should I say this? You know, once you've said it, get it off your chest and you feel so much yeah. better yeah. I can't stress that enough and I know people find it a lot harder to do it than some people but trust that if you can just have that one person mm. that you can just yeah. spout how you feel off to mm. without like you know unapologetically do it as well yeah. um, it makes you feel so much better
0: yeah. fantastic I think we need to get word it. Word, word vomit, yeah. Yeah. Vomit. yeah, we need to push that more. I'm, I'm I make I... you, the title of this can be Word,
1: word, word Vomit. Word Vomit, yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah. Yeah, I like um, it. rambling on Yeah,
0: one very last one. Yeah, this um, we is. We should say there is a reason why we are at the Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have recently become an ambassador for the If You Care Share yes. Foundation. Uh, you will be doing a show here on uh, Sunday the 21st? 21st
2: of November? It?
0: Yeah, yeah, this Sunday. Sunday. This, on- this well, Sunday, well, it depends on when people are listening. <laughs> um, yes, Sunday the 21st 20, of November.
1: 24th.
0: That's what what I said, you just misheard. 24? Uh, Yes, it's Sunday the 24th of November, uh, here at the Hilton. Looking forward to that
2: one. I am. You know, I I met Shirley last year at, um, I think it was some kind of bingo event in Newcastle for another charity that she was attending with. Um, And she taught us the story, her story, your story, obviously. And i just said listen we'll do something next year together you know i want to help out the charity and i went and visited i went up and seen what you guys do um and um it's an honor to be a part of the charity you know and um obviously all the proceeds next week go back mm. to charity yeah and it's a celebration you know um of of the work that we'll hopefully be able to do together in the yeah. future and just raising the profile of the mm. charity you know, it's important that people know they have somewhere they can go. And and like we were just saying before, somewhere sometimes people don't want to talk to somebody who they know. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, of also course. okay as well. Yeah. You wanna go somewhere where nobody knows who you are mm. and you can just say what you feel yeah. no and judgment. just get that help you need without yeah. judgment. Not that, you know, there should be judgment, yeah, but yeah. some people do yeah, you know feel that course. there is. Yeah.
1: Brill. Um, oh. Anything anything else coming up for you? I know obviously we're coming to Panto season. So. I'm going to
2: Birmingham for Christmas. I'm going to live in Birmingham until February. Nice. So I moved down there um, December the 9th, and okay. I'll be there until the 2nd of February. Right, excellent. excellent. So I'll be... Um, yeah... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, no, he isn't. All of that for about seven weeks. Okay, fantastic. Um,
0: John McHawry, thanks for your time. Congratulations on 10 years in in the industry, and uh, good luck for Sunday.
1: Thank you. Thank you.